Okay, good evening everybody, and we're back in action. It's been a little bit of a break, and it's, we're, we're, we're resuming at the right time, because we have been talking and studying about tefillah, about prayer, for many, many months, but we're about to uh, have to, chiloi <laughs> literally means making an appeal, where we're going to have to make a plea for our lives in about 10 days in Rosh Hashanah, not just for our lives, for the world, for our sustenance, for our parnasa, for our health, for our spiritual status. First and foremost, Rosh Hashanah will be de- determinative of what, what, what are our ruchnias. You know, we, we're rightly concerned about our health and our wealth and our house. And that's all will be decided and sealed on Osiris uh, Hashanah sealed in Yom Kippur. But ultimately, the greatest judgment we'll have is where we'll be spiritually. Where we're going to be uh, in Ruchni. It's actually tomorrow uh, in the, the boys' yeshiva. I have, uh, he came to San Jose actually a couple of times. I'm not sure if everyone remembers him. Rabbi Yosef Mendelovich, the famous refusenik, came once, and then Alex Sadovsky brought him again. So he's speaking to the boys on Thursday and the girls on Friday. So I have to introduce him twice. And then actually, the girls' high school, of which um, I'm not the, uh, that's not the school, I'm on, but they asked me to come with him again and introduce him then, then, uh, there again. And I've just, I just, I, I happened to read about the comments recently, and, and you think about it, he's, Yosef Mendelovich is a religious Jew with many religious children and grandchildren, but there were many people, not even, not even the most, the vast majority of the generation, not only their children or grandchildren, have no connection to Torah in Yiddish Kray. Many of them have been lost to the Jewish people. And the story is remarkable, but you think about what a loss. You know, how many, what, how many millions of Jews in the former Soviet Union were ripped away from Yiddishkeit? Uh, I saw an article someone just sent me today from Tablet Magazine about the, the, the left, the, uh, the non-religious world today there is a, 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 a large and increasingly growing, not moderate, liberal, Jewish, political, ideological body, but far-left progressive. And then they, these, you now have Jews being the worst enemies of Israel and the Jewish people. <laughs> a rapidly anti-Torah and religious, and they are grandchildren or great-grandchildren of people who are not that way. So something went wrong years ago. I, I, I shudder to think of, of, of what that means for their ancestors uh, if they could have prevented such a thing. Uh, we are, our, our success, our success will be tefillah. Obviously, tshuva on Yom Kippur uh, as well, and tefillah. It's a bit, you know, most of the days is, is tshuva and tefillah. But Rosh Hashanah is overwhelmingly Tefillah, and so therefore, it's really important to you know to get ourselves aligned now. It's late in the game. It's already Chaf Aleph Elul, right? We're twenty-one days into Elul, and Rosh Hashanah is a day of Tefillah and a day of doing other merits. But it's primarily Tefillah, and Aserasi Mechuva is also we add in Slichas. Actually, this Motzei Shabbos, uh, we will start Slichas. We're we're there, Rabbi Sai. We're we are we are going to be davening for the world, and there's so many things in the world 
that are uh, you have a presidential primary election coming up in this country. You have a war in Ukraine and Russia, which could escalate in ways we can't imagine. There's Iran. Israel itself is very divided, and it's not just judicial reform. It's it's really what is the future of that country um, on many levels. You know, we have a, a woke society here where they can't even teach a boy that's is a boy and a girl is a girl. It's crazy. We have a lot to dominate for. I'm just talking about global things. Let alone, let alone our own lives. Each of us have so many needs that we know we need, and we have the keys to feel. We've been learning that for months, and now we got to remember. You know, we're not going to be able to touch on everything today because it's the whole package. But 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 tefillah is going to be our our focus. Really, our focus in the next few weeks uh, are our future. <laughs> not our focus will be how do we daven. So chiloy. We're up to, uh, we're, so we, we had discussed actually last time some of the, 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 the what we do in a morning davening in the Karbanas, in Psuki de Zimra, Birchas Kriya Shema, in Kriya Shema, Shemona Esri and Aleinu. We call Achas in the schoolos, Hagadelas, Maklal, excuse me, and in general, one of the biggest things that we could do to be Mo'iris and Kavana in order to arouse ourselves to pray with proper intention and with passionately. And to pray with prayer with fire, so to speak, and also to make it that, that we're able to focus that our brain should not go travel. Think about what maybe a lunch, like apples dipped in honey, some geshmaka pastrami for Rosh Hashanah. You know, <laughs> what, what am I doing? I, I, you know, I'm missing work. What's going to happen? What's going on in the office? How am I going to, what Esther going to get? A million things. What are the things we can focus on davening? To know, to understand what we're saying. To understand, by the way, we're talking now about a regular weekday davening or a Shabbos davening. Rosh Hashanah, I'm going to be very honest, I use a plain sitter, whether it's a Vilna or an art school, Lashon HaKadosh Hebrew, the whole year. There's three days a year, actually, for sure three days a year, I use it Hebrew-English Machser, uh, so I shouldn't miss a word with ideally, and that's Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Sometimes I use it for circus, because I, I, like, I, like, I like the way they, they format it also, but not, not necessarily for the English. You know, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, I make sure I have an English Machser. First, I like the art school Machser, it's, it's well, very well done. Um, and if I'm missing anything, I want to be able to look at it very quickly. It's, 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 I'm not familiar with everything there. It's not the, the typical davening. Uh, there are certain things that are more esoteric. And the, so number one is, you got to understand your daven. If a person reads, their, you know, I, I say this very often to people, if they don't have a good grasp on Lashon HaKadosh, they better have an interlinear sitter. Because if they don't, they'll be reading a telephone book. <laughs> it, will, it will be Chinese to them. That's a tragedy. That's a loss. Now, it happens to me, if you say the words in Lashon HaKadosh, in Hebrew, even if you don't understand it, they still have an effect. However, you really can't be excited about it. You really can't have kavana with it. It's very hard to focus if you don't understand what you're saying. Right? It's, it's saying it in a language which you don't understand better than nothing. Yes, it is. But it's way better if you have a grasp of what you're saying. And of course, if a person doesn't, can't even read Hebrew, like over the years we had in the show, then for sure the recommendation is to say it in English. And over time, 
to learn Lashon HaKadosh, to learn Hebrew. But the first thing is to understand uh, what you're saying. And even better, not only to understand the translation of the words, we'll see in a moment, to understand the meaning of the words. If you understand and you appreciate what you're saying, it's it turns the time of prayer to a time of enjoyment and pleasure. It's an amazing experience. It started being a, a drag for certain people. Rachmanus, whoa! That could davening could be the greatest pleasure, catharsis on a, on, on on a spiritual level, but in a, a conversation with Hashem, an appreciation, a, a, an ability to daven. Vinei Ramchal, the great Rambam Shachai Mutzato, he um, he says as follows in his Hakdama and his introduction to Derech Hashem. V'zel Hashemu. If you have a lot of pieces and you don't know the connection to it and you're trying to make sense of it, it's, 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 it's tedious. A person trying to do mathematics or physics or chemistry and doesn't just see certain things can't make sense of it, it's, it's boring. gets tired of it. But when you understand it, the Derech Hashem, the way of God, really puts uh, in a, a almost encyclopedic way Torah concepts where a person can understand it. And in, if he does it that way, he enjoys it and, and appreciate it, and he appreciates Adka. Now, interestingly, when I saw this earlier today, it reminded me that I actually wrote an introduction to this book. I can't know if you can see it. God and Man, The Ultimate Plan. It was Rafal Moshe Becker, formerly a resident of the Bay Area. Rafal Moshe Becker wrote an English summary, amazing book based on the Derech Hashem. And he actually asked me to write the forward. Uh, so if you ever buy it, Feltheim, Targum, uh, it's a great book. You know, God and Man, The Ultimate Plan. So there's a forward. My own forward is in there. And guess what paragraph I quote this paragraph. So basically, most of my forward, he, I, he, per his request, I wrote a, a very long introduction about, of the Ramchal, uh, his, of his biography. I gave the biography of the Ramchal in his lifetime, and then I spoke a little bit about his work and what Derech Hashem was. If anyone ever wants, I have a, a PDF of this. If you email me, I'll give you the PDF of... Uh, the Ramchal, it's uh, this forward, which really has the biography of the Ramchal. Actually, I have a lot of articles and works on academia. My number one downloaded uh, work is this introduction to this to the Sefer of the Ramchal, oh, but with, so, and with the Ramchal's biography. But I actually, so I quote this paragraph. I'll just read. It's a direct quote. When one knows a number of things and understands how they are categorized and systematically interrelated, then he has a great advantage over one who has the same knowledge without such distinction. It is very much like the difference between looking at a well-arranged garden planted in rows and seeing a wild thicket or forest growing in confusion. That's Derech Hashem. Then I actually quoted, in this, this is right before my whole introduction, a famous line, a famous paragraph by Einstein. Because it's going to connect to Tila a little bit as well. The human mind is not grasping, is not capable of grasping the universe. 
We're like a little child entering a huge library. The walls are covered to the ceilings with books in many different tongues. The child knows that someone must have written these books. He does not know how or who or, 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 who or how. He does not understand the language in which they are written. But the child notes a definite plan in the range of the books. A mysterious order which he does not con- comprehend but only dimly suspects. And Einstein talks about if you understand what you do, you understand the books. Same thing with davening. If we don't understand the order of davening, the words of davening, the meaning of davening, it's overwhelming, it could be boring, it could be a missed, eternal opportunity. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur is very important to go through the machzor before Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Slichos is going to come up. Look at the slichos. Don't wake up that night and, and, and do slichos. Right? Go prepare slichos. Right? This is, this is germane and nogea, pertinent for every day when we're davening. Uh, there are wonderful books in English that explain tefillah, that, the, the words of it. Right? But, and if we don't understand it, we're going to be needlessly confused uh, and bored as opposed to enjoying what we're doing and growing and in the case of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, deciding our future and the world's future. When a person understands the building, he understands what it means. What are you doing? This understanding, so now he's in Shul, he understands what the Avni is all about. He's there. He understands what's at stake. He understands what the words mean. He understands the prayers, the, the, the sequence. And he's able to focus. And now he's able to focus, he enjoys it. Say that tefillah, kavua, marachah, neflah, the order, the, the way of tefillah is amazing. Shalomayim, when a person understands, first days, zmani ha tefillah, those periods of time of prayer are kinds of enjoyment, of happiness and pleasure. If, you, if it's not enjoyment and happiness and pleasure, your prayer is off. It's not just you're praying for a life. It's an opportunity to connect to the Bayan Shalom. Opportunity to connect to Hashem, to connect to ourselves. First of all, close to Hashem. There's tremendous wisdom and awesomeness in prayer. And when you understand this, there's nothing like that. Vasidr, our prayer book, is like a tr- the most amazing tractate like, of, of, of the, wor- the Torah of Hashem. The more we first understand our Siddur, our prayer will be with more passion and more whole. We understand the general sequence and, and how tefillah and how prayer and how the Siddur, the prayer book and the liturgy is written and the pra- what the words mean and the meaning of those words. Just say what Sukkot Zimra is, what Barachas of Kriyashma is, what Shmona Esrei is, what the Sa'anth Amida is. And we have to understand Muvanu Bi'uro, what they all mean. Mekovashem of Yitzhak Blazer, of Yitzhak Blazer, of course, was from the two or three greatest students of Rizal Salanta. He was the rabbi, the chief rabbi of St. Petersburg over 130 years ago. Shal Sugi Megillah shall say that Yudachas Barachas. He, the Talmud and the Gilas talks about the, the Shona Esrei and it talks about Avas, the beginning brachas, Gvuros, Mechai Mason and he says when you understand, the more you understand it, the better Shona Esrei you'll have. 
even if you understand the connection of the brachas, how how it works out, lama brachas who actually why first you have this bracha and then you have this bracha, how they call each other, there's actually a build-up effect, an understanding and a passion. We can call Shiyavin Yosemite to everything the more you understand the prayer. Kachi Kubo Yosem Cheshel Espal Yom more desire to pray. Bekal Alav Lesrachis it'll be easier to focus and you won't be thinking about your cholent in the middle of or your kishka or your kugel or your apples dipped in honey or your vacation or your chip your computer chip or anything else or Kaiser Hospital whatever you can distract you. Uh, or the heat outside, how hot it's going to be in San Antonio when you walk outside, <laughs> you know, etc. Or when am I going to get my nap? It's late in the day already. That's like, you're going to be focused on tefillah. You're going to be focused on prayer. By the way, since at the end of Davening, get to Ashrei Valetziyah in Aleinu, or at the end of Enkelokeinu, right? At the end of Davening, you can actually talk. People take it very lightly. We mentioned last time, Aleinu, when you pers- person davens Aleinu, the importance of Aleinu, it's at the end of davening. Miss the boats. You can miss that, that, that being focused on Hashem where the Malachim themselves stopped, where the angels themselves stopped, so to speak. Rabbi Hisraglu, many people, they're in the davening, they already, already looked, if you have a phone and show, what a mistake. I've mentioned before. Never bring your phone to the shul. Leave it in your car or leave it outside. Biggest Yet Sahara. Biggest people, you see them at the end of davening, start turning on their phone or looking at their emails or their phone. Mamish, the most important part of davening, you were crazy. Person Bismashugo, we find the boss, we find the Melch Hashem, person in Alenu looking at their emails because they want to decide what to do in the middle of the day. You're saying Alenu. Leave the phone. First of all, by the way, it's a fact. Scientific fact, when you have your phone on you, there's enough studies to prove this, you're less focused, even if you're not looking at it. Because you're thinking, what email or text do I have on my phone? Your brain actually thinks that when your phone's on you. That's crazy. You know, oh, and actually, there are people who have to fight off the insect to look at the, at the phone, even if they're not looking at the phone, just having the phone on you. Is, it's, it's, especially if you put it on buzz, it buzzes up by you. <laughs> leave it in your car! You can leave it in your car, nothing's not normal. Yeah, okay, if your wife is expecting, you have a baby, or you know, someone's sick, or oh, whatever it may be, okay, there's some time, some, but in general, we'll leave the phone away, and let the world will go, I promise you, not, the world exists before, before phones, it will exist afterwards. By the way, eventually it's going to disappear. Every, every door, every generation, this whole technology dominating people's life will disappear, just like, I'm just, I mentioned this, when people were in communism in 1950, in 60, never imagine a world where, where, where that would be pure communism. At one point, the majority of the world's population was communist, okay? <laughs> the majority of the world. You had China, you had car of the majority. You had China, you had Russia, I mean, you made the whole Eastern Europe, right? You had large parts of Southeast, uh, Southeast Asia. And the big galaxy today. Because the world changed, this will also change, but we're living in a time where this is a decision. Don't bring the phone to show. You'll never regret it. <laughs> and you'll feel better. But if you do bring it in, don't be a mashugan. I'll look at it until Dominic's completely over.
right? And then people said that they miss out, they end up davening. And they don't understand, because you know what, they don't appreciate what Aleinu is, but they don't understand the words of Aleinu. So you understand davening, learn davening, learn how poor the end of davening, and the schos of Kedusha decision, which is a valetzion. The more you know, and the more you understand, and understand the halachas of the and the Yom Kippur protest, the Havim Pirush Hamilas, and what the words mean, what the concepts are, until you understand the sugyas, the the the, the, the tractate of the sitter. Ah, when you understand what you're doing, and you appreciate your pleasure. And you're not going to be busy. You're, not, you're busy doing important things. It's pleasurable. You don't have time. You're awake to look at your phone. You're in the middle of an important meeting. You're doing, you're doing great things. The causes are b'ikulakish mind. Take some time. You're not, not going to get it without it. Right? You're not, you don't understand that you're putting some time in. By the way, what we're doing is, is the motivational part of prayer. And some understandings. But I would just recommend at least two books. That you, that if you don't have it, it's Kedai to get it. Shimon Schwab on prayer. I believe that artists will put that out. And Feldheim has the world of prayer. There are many other fine books. I just haven't went through them. So those books, I've, I went through parts of them. They explain the davening. They're beautiful. Svarim Feldheim, the world of prayer, and Shimon Schwab on prayer. You put five, ten minutes a night, change your life. Before you go to sleep, you could, before you sleep, you read a little bit about understanding the, 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 the davening. Now, the next paragraph really is for Yeshiva Bakar, but I don't want to skip, so I'm going to read it anyways. This is he's really, this last paragraph he's talking to Yeshiva Bakar. It's very gishmak, it's very sweet. And we know that in general, Hagadata is, is like Dvashvachal, it's like Mokan honey, which, which means to me it's, it's pleasurable. And the Chazal told us, the focus should be in the Gaon of Allah's. Or, or also tefillah keva, and tefillah says it should not be keva. And he says what that means to say is that your main focus should be on Gemara. So what he doesn't want you to do is you hear how important tefillah is, and you have an hour a day, so I'll learn the Siddur for the hour. No, you're not supposed to do that. You're going to learn Babakama, Brachas, and Mesechus Tainas, and Zavachim, and, and Shas. You're going to learn Gemara. Um, because the Iker Iyun, the main focus, is to be a Tamachach, a Torah scholar, it's learned Torah Dafka. And Torah Dafka uh, means the Shas and, and even Tanakh and, and Mishnayis. I mean, Shemar, if you were going to focus on Tefillah, because Tefillah is really important, it really is, um, you're going to, you'll lose out on some of your Torah. Now, I don't think any of us are going to spend all our time learning Tefillah. And, and he's saying, for B'nai Torah, Seir, young Torah scholars, young Yeshiva, be careful. But every day, he says, of course, you put some time into it, it's a very good worthwhile. So point one number one tonight, and this is and this happens to be for all of us important the entire year. And unless you want to miss out uh, and, and miss out really on the, the pleasure of prayer, but the importance of prayer and the redemption of prayer. Um, and, and, and really it's not just tefillah. Tefillah uh, David Amalek says in Tilami is a phrase, Va'ani tefillah I have prayer because a person's entire spirituality at some level is totally connected to prayer. A person's eternity at some level is totally connected to prayer. A person's this world could be totally connected to prayer. And therefore, we, we if we don't do this, we'll be losing out of our own potential in this world. Each one of us are different. 
Each one has different tests and challenges and opportunities. But all of us, we common denominator, if we don't take prayer seriously and we don't take advantage, we'll have a loss. So the best thing we can do is to prepare for prayer. Now, that's every single day of the year. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, those are transitional moments for eternity. Nothing less. <laughs> those, those, are, those are massive. You know, who you marry, massive. What, what, you know, if somebody's in Ukraine and they move to Israel, their whole life just changed, right? W- w- you know, it, your, your decision of, you know, for, to go to yeshiva or not, your whole life is changing. Every Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is eternal, is massive, beyond belief, and one year in a person's life could totally change the entire, always it changes the course to some extent, but sometimes radically, radically, and it's going to be the sign of Shem Kippur. We do not know what the year brings. And we pray for only bracha and toiv, right? But, but if we don't take it seriously, we're, we're all being judged. And we're, everything's on the line. And then maybe we'll think, oh, I had a good year. Nothing went wrong. But you know what? It was a failed year because you could have done great things and you didn't. I, and I've said this before, and I'm not knocking anyone. If you end up being the janitor or a, a low-level worker of Microsoft or Intel or Google or, or the hospital, wherever you want, and you could have been the CEO, I'm not talking about the CEO, okay. It could have been the head, you could have been the chairman, and you don't do that, you failed. If you had that potential, and you could have been a spiritual giant, you could have been a great person, and you let that go, that's a failure at some level. We think if we are on cruise control and nothing went wrong, I still in the same house, I still have pretty good health, I still have pretty good... If you could have been the top, not top for the cover, for the not for yourself, for eternity, that's a failure at some level. So we need to take Rosh Hashanah and seriously, and then one of the ways to do that is be ready. Make sure you have a good machzer that you like. Look it over, put, put sticky tabs or, or, or underline if there's a line that motivates you. It, it, you know, have have a book of Shimshon Pinkus. By the way, the author of this has. Feltheim put out discourses, Shurim over Pinkus on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, on Elul. Read it, bring it to show for the break, so you're exp- inspired, whatever it may be. You know, I, I'm not, I, I, I had 13 great years in, in Abba Chad. I'm going to tell you the truth. I, 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 Kiddush on Rosh Hashanah, I went, and I sponsored it, because it's my Shver's yard site. I sponsored day one, so I, you know, I went, Five minutes, I, five minutes, I went two minutes, I made the kiddush, took my food, and went, ate, and left, and went right back to show. Not because I just because I want to make sure. I need to get ready. Time to schmooze. What about time? I'll schmooze in two weeks on circus. We'll sit in the circus and the Fagan circus. We'll talk, catch up. I rush on. I don't have time to schmooze. I got to have a musaf. I got to hear a shafer. I got to be ready. So you get to show early, you finish your little rug look, whatever you have over there. You gotta eat because you're gonna be tired for most of you gotta be kayak, your strength, great. And then you open a book, you have 15, 20 minutes. I'm not saying, I'm not judging anyone who does it, I'm just telling you, but if you wanna take it seriously, by the way, if I thought it was completely off, I would have killed it. I would have done no But I think people, we're not, we're not, we're not need the break. The, 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 many people, it's a, long, it's a long day of dominating their break. I'm not judging, but for yourself, whatever you don't need, take advantage. It's Rosh Hashanah. That's point number one. Feel meant to do one more point. Being to feel but see where Dava with a minion. Whoa, minion. Namor, Vinishana, different service, Rabbi, Mr. Phil, all the Svarim talking about the importance 
of davening with a minion. Pinchas, who is from Polachok, Polachok, which was one of the great students of the Vilna Gain, he quotes a Zayar and Parshas of Ayishlach, and says, listen, this is unbelievable. The Yaakov Avinu is the example of the perfection of man. In fact, we're not going to explain what this means, but the, 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 the picture of man and the heavenly throne is Yaakov. Yaakov is representative of Adam before the sin. Yaakov is Tiferes. Yaakov is the most perfect person, perhaps, to ever walk on this world. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu had a high level of prophecy, but Yaakov is the example of perfection. Uh, and yet, Yaakov is going to meet Esau, by the way, who represents the Eitzahara, the Sar, the, you know, in, on many levels, and he's scared. He's scared that Esau is going to hurt either him or his family. The Yar Yaakov Mo'ir Machas Hakadoshim and all these angels. Listen to this. Hayito, right? V'lama lo leyos yira. Mishel, right? See, what's Yaakov scared about? He has all these malachim with him. He's Yaakov Avinu. The Zohar asks this question: What in the world is Yaakov scared from? You're Yaakov Avinu, and you have all these malachim. What are you scared of, Esav? Even if he's it's not the Satan, and we know that there's going to be the fight <coughs> the night before. Uh, the Sarshal Isa, the Sarshiach, and Yaakov. And you know what the Zayar says? Ibn Levado. He davened by himself. He didn't have a minion, Yaakov, yet. His kids were not bar mitzvah, even. No minion. It's the Zayar. Right? He didn't have a minion to daven with. He eventually had 12 sons, right? But they're too little. Binyamin wasn't even born yet. He had 11 sons, and most of them were under Bar Mitzvah. No minion. And if you daven by yourself, if you're davening by the kaisal, the wall, your wall in your living room, or the wall in your office, or you come to shul late, which is better than davening at home, but you're davening by yourself, you're a loner. You're all alone. Says Isaiah, you're all alone with your davening. Elegavin echad. The enemies and you're praying by yourself. It's only one aspect of prayer, which we'll explain elucidate in a moment. And it's not, your prayer will not be as accepted as a prayer in a minion. Forget the obligation of a minion, an obligation of the Just simple for your prayer to be accepted. And Kiamalach. The, the Malach on prayers, um, when he sees, when the prayers go up, so to speak, to the heavens, he, he, he makes a crown where there's different colors for the, for the crown of Israel, it's more accepted. When there's different prayers, us, the Zaman, coming together, it's, it, it's, it's a crown. Sibor has different people, different prayers, and they all go together. Everyone in the show are connecting. It's a group of prayer. It goes together. You're not by yourself. It's everyone's prayer goes together. It's beautified in that way. And different people, this, everyone's own needs and desires. Um, uh, needs and desires. And by the way, some, and, and certainly if you have Sadiqim in your minin, you have righteous people, they're carrying your prayer up. Holy, they'll carry your prayer. They'll help your prayer get further. Just by, you by yourself. This is a Zayar. That means Yaakov, you understand this means Yaakov Aminu was scared. 
because he had only Kedam by himself, and he's coming against Esau. As opposed to the other minion, that was what Yaakov was scared about. He could only daven by himself. Maybe his tefillah would not be accepted. The student of the Gra, of the Vilna Gra, says, he elaborates and emphasizes the, the, the tremendous benefit with a congregation with a tzibor, with minyan. If you just by yourself, it's according to your own asks and righteousness, how you prayed, where you're happy. Um, and, uh, you know, but when you die with a minion, everyone, this guy's happy, this guy's bitter, he's crying tears because he lost his job, this guy is praying, he's wealthy, and he's praying to give stock or to keep his money, this guy's poor, praying he needs to pay his bills, this guy's happy because he's a mitzvah, this guy has Torah, this guy is doing tshuva, this guy is fasting, this guy's mother is sick, whatever it means, look up and, and everyone's, all the prelas, prelas come, it's, it's like a, a beautiful shield, it's filled with the thing, and, there's, and the bigger the minion, or the more you're connected to me, and the more minion, the minion's connected, right, says that is actually a blessing on, on, on the multitudes of Israel. Shem knows what all of our needs are, and everything connects together. And that's a beautiful tefillah. That tefillah of a tzibur, of a minion, goes that much farther. That's what the Talmud says, a fast day increases, it does not have the sinners, because the sinners have a certain prayer also. They also have a, a certain aspect. When they pray, and it's, even though they're at some level <laughs> they're not, their prayer should be at some level lower they, they are but sometimes they, they have a certain type of prayer that other people just don't have because they know they said they feel there's a guilt that comes with it and therefore fasting which is a day of tshuva of repentance of return uh, you know it, it, it's not the same if you don't have those people in there shikol yoyfe and sinners does not mean like today most sinners don't know the difference they're, they're weak they don't know better they didn't grow up with it sinners in those days man they knew very well what they did they're totally cognizant and aware of their sins. She called Yoyfi Shalatara. We talk the crown of the the Mukudosh Chayros. Right, you have blacks and reds and gold. Everyone davening together. It's a beautiful thing. By the way, very down the Kaisal. You see all kinds of Jews. I love it. There's a big minion at the Kaisal or Tefillah. Whoa! You know what? It's a daven there. What an opportunity! One of my favorite daven. I'm telling you, every, you know, I think. Seema Shas is now, now, it was four years ago in the winter, it's so three and a half years, another four years away. And you dive in, 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 Met, in MetLife Stadium, 100, 000, close to 100,000 people, you dive in Shimon Esrei, it's, it's an awesome feeling. Not because like you're the, with the many people, you think, wow, look, I am davening with so many different types of Imagine there's a dive in Minchar Mar with 100,000 people. You can't, can't imagine that feeling. But besides the feeling, imagine how far that feeling goes. It's an amazing thing. You're dominating everyone there has their own dreams and their own needs and their own desires and their own worries and their own tears and their own passion and they're coming for a Sima Shas. Amazing! But every minion has that to an extent. Mashenken, right? Which is, uh, uh, or as it so even the black, which is the, the dark color in a, in a painting gives color to it. If you're missing the black, you're missing something. And every, we want everyone to be davening. 
You and I and everyone needs to learn from Yaakov. If Yaakov, Shubachir, was the chosen of the Avas, which is the most perfect of all of the Avas, even more than in certain levels at Avram and Yitzhak, and certainly the Shvatim, and even more than Moshe at certain levels. Right? Moshe's face is not on, on the heavenly throne. It's Yaakov. Moshe was the biggest prophet. But Yaakov was the most perfect. But Surasu Chakuka and his, his image is the image on the Kisei Akavod. And he was nervous because he was, didn't have a minion. The little lost his word of his prayer a minion. What about you and I? We have a show in our shot in our city. And we don't go to die with a minion. But we die with a the minion. There's nothing like that. Tfilas is what's called Tzibor. It's Tfilas called It's just a mechazic minion. First of all, to get there early. And everyone who gets there early, you come early to the first ten, you have the schus of the whole minion. In the first ten, you'll have the merit of the entire minion. But everyone who gets there early, you, you, you strengthen the minion. Okay, many people on this call also, many people who listen to this, are in places where they're not shoals of hundreds of people, or they're, no one knows. And you come there, you'll have a chalik of strengthening everyone else's prayers just actually when they see you. And they're with you. Super important throughout the year. I, I must say, especially Mincha and Rosh Hashanah, people are tired. They go to Tashach, be there on time. It kills me when I see a Jew in Rosh Hashanah, where Mincha, by the way, is when Eliyahu and Navi comes at some level, the most important prayer, with Tefillah Kminemah, the Gemara says, and people come late, and they'll miss the Minyan Rosh Hashanah. Mincha? Because they're tired, it's a long day. No, you gotta be a Minyan. You need that Mincha with the Minyan. Rabbi Sai, it's, it's, it's time to end, but I just wanted to stress, I'm happy we're starting again, and the, the next few weeks, uh, we should take our tefillah seriously, and Mitzvah Shem, your tefillah, my tefillah, Klai tefillah, should bring all of us, and a good and for all of us and the Jewish people, only simple, so we're going to pick up next week, Mitzvah Shem.